folks and websites and, and a couple of websites open in front of you. So, okay, we're, we're recording, fellas. So, are we ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's get it. Hello, welcome along to the Middle Diamond podcast. Um, I'll be the host for the evening. Um, yeah, so basically we're just going to be debating um, our combined uh, 11 for some of the greatest teams the Premier League has ever seen. Um, and then we'll have a bit of trivia as well. And then uh, we'll touch base on what's happening in the world of football currently. Obviously, we know there's no live matches at the moment with um, COVID-19 pandemic and all of that, but yeah, we'll just uh, try our best to see how it goes. So, uh, Josh, why don't you start us off? Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, Matt Arsenal fan, you know, it's been tough at the moment without them. I mean, not as much pain as I'm used to, but I, I do miss it, I've got to be honest. But yeah, as, as, as I'm, 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 excited, I'm excited to be here. Good things are coming. That's, um, yeah, I think we're, we're all very happy to be here. Popper, yeah. Uh, I'm Aaron uh, I support Chelsea. Um, it's bloody boring. I'm going to use the F word, but just PG. Even a PG, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's real boring. A lot of classic matches. Oh, yeah, I'm keen to set this off. I'll tell you what, Optus Sport has been clutch. Uh, yeah, I've just crazy. has clutched up big time. Those Sorry, Kuzi. Those 25 minute classics. Are... The classics. I've, I've been on the full match classics. Uh, anyway, well, Kuzi, uh, introduce yourself and then, and then um, we'll carry on. Sorry, Kuzi. Dimitri Kuzionis, but I'm called Kuzi and I'm mad the supporter, you know, and I'm ready to talk some football with my mates because that's what's been on our mind for a very long time. So let's get into it, I reckon. Uh, and uh, lastly, I'm, I'm Jack Pantelios. Um, Big, big time Liverpool fan. Um, yeah, struggling at the moment without it. I think um, a lot of people, especially on social media, are saying that football is not important. But I think now we're seeing it, how important it is in our lives and um, how reliant we are on it to, you know, to give us a bit of excitement and yeah, just a bit of an escape from everything else. So yeah, that's that's how Let's it is. It. Yeah. So we'll start us off with some trivia. Well, I haven't made this one too hard, but I'm sure we're all familiar with the 2011-12 Premier League season. A lot went down to the last day, Aguero, the Aguero moment, all of that. I'm sure yep. we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Basically, my question yep, for you yep, guys yep. is: Who were the top three goal scorers that season? And if you can name them, and then name the amount of goals they scored, you'll be the trivia champion. I'll I'll release the answers at the end. I'll let you guys think about that for a little bit. Um, yeah, so I, I tried not to make it too difficult. So you can't look it up. No, you yeah. can't look it up. Good game's a fair game. Um, I'll go into the first topic. Basically, um, I'm sure we're all on social media. We're all reading a lot about um, what should happen with the rest of the season. A lot of people saying it should be null and void. Premier League has come out a few times and said, no, nah, there's no expiry date on it. We're going to keep going. Um, once it's safe to do so, probably behind closed doors. I just wanted to get you guys, your guys' opinion on what do we reckon should happen. So, Papa, if you want to start us off. Well, I believe that they should do everything they can to complete the season because the amount of money will be lost. And it, plus, it's not fair for, especially the championships, <clears throat> leads coming up, especially Liverpool. It's like not fair if they don't win it. Like 25 points clear. 
Yeah, I'm, me, me and Koozie will definitely be in agreement with you on that. Koozie's yeah. going to want to follow up from what Popper's just just touched on. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with um, Popper. I think they have to do everything they can to to finish it because they've come so far. Like, how many games are left? And it'd just be it'd just be really like unrewarding to all the players who have put in such hard work. Not just like Liverpool, who's at the top, but like yeah, like Sheffield and even teams that people might have thought would have gone down, but they've managed to avoid relegation so far. And like just all that, I think you just got to finish it. Everything they can. If I, if I can carry if I can carry on from there, I'm just I've just got the Premier League table in front of me. If you look at teams like Wolves and Sheffield are within uh, five points of Champions League places, Spurs are in and around there, and you've got Palace, Burnley, Everton, and even Newcastle. They're all within contention of a Europa League spot. Now we know we all and know Leicester, Joshua, and Leicester and Leicester, Leicester, Leicester. Uh, third yet. Yeah, uh, Chelsea oh, in let's, and around there. Let's, let's remember. T- let's remember, like the last six, seven weeks. I think. Us and United especially have been showing better signs than what we were at the start of the season. Yeah, and exactly right. I, I personally think that if the season was to finish, I think that race for top four would be on like Donkey Kong, like with us, United, Chelsea and Spurs. I think it'd go down to like the last day. Yeah, that and for I mean, me, for me, it's going to sound, obviously there's going to be that bias with, with me and Kuzi with our opinion on this because Liverpool, you know, were on the verge of lifting our first title for 30 yeah. years. It's what, you know... Kuzi and I have been waiting for our whole you know, football like Every lives. Liverpool fan, every Liverpool exactly, fan. Exactly, exactly. So, but for me, that's the easy decision because, you know, we've dropped, well, we've lost one game all season. We've drawn one other game with 27 wins from 29. We've been so far, so much better than everyone else. For me, that's the easy decision. The thing is, you've got teams like Bournemouth, Brighton, West Ham, Watford, Bournemouth and Villa all within four points of each other with Bournemouth and Villa being in the bottom three and Norwich are six points are six points off safety and if we know the Premier League anything is possible there's been great escapes especially in the Leicester that season exactly Any, anything yeah. anything anything is possible so and you look at um, Leeds United and West Brom are clear of um, Fulham in third place I believe in the championship and if you look at teams as well like your Burnleys your Crystal Palaces your Newcastle They've been for them. Obviously, they're gonna. Their main priority is going to be to avoid relegation, and then if they can go beyond yeah. that, that's that's an improvement. Once they secure that forty points, and they can then build on it. Once you get into the, for them, a success is going from tenth one season to ninth the next season. So if they're in a position yeah, to build sense. on it, which can then result in the owners seeing the positive signs, going, "Yeah, we can invest more money now." Whether that means new sponsorships, whether that means new endorsements, there's so many effects. So I think it would just be completely. It, it just, I just think it would be the wrong decision to call the season null and void. But I think, I think, of, you, but the thing is with this, it's out of everyone's hands, and that's the, and that's that's the big that's the big problem. But yeah, I but personally you, think, I'm I personally think, if you can do what, yeah. now go on, go on, pop up, go on, pop up. With Villa, they they've got a game in hand, and they're second bottom. Yeah, exactly. What if they win that game, they'll be out of relegation. That's though. the thing. That's the thing. Exactly. No one has played the exact like, amount of games. That's just can't do that. Yeah. But I, I personally think if you just do whatever you can, if you do it like a World Cup style, if you have them at like a at a hub and play all the games in London or you know in in Leicester, for example, if you do whatever you can to finish this season, so you can work out your champions, you can work out who's in your top four, who's in the other European places, who's going down, who's coming up, you can then make fair and accurate decisions going into next season. But like like I said before, unfortunately, this pandemic at the moment is bigger than football. 
Like, yeah, that's, exactly, that's exactly right. 134,000 cases in UK. And what, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, the Prem were talking about comfortably finishing the season. And, and the thing is, and the thing emergency it, meeting, you know what I mean? Before Arteta got, then Arteta got the thing. And then it just went on like that. You just don't know what's going to happen. What, you can play games behind closed doors and isolate everyone else away from each other. But then what if someone gets injured? This person needs to go to an ambulance, needs to go to hospital maybe, then they get exposed to it, they bring it back to the camp. That's how easy this thing spreads. Yeah, that, and that's and that, and if they are going to make a decision on that, that's everything they're going to have to factor in. But look, I think it depends what the Prem want to do with next season. That's the way they're going to determine how they finish this season because they can easily push us out to September, October if they wanted to, but it's not right for tw- uh, season 20, 2021. Especially with the fact we've got Euros, well, supposed to be happening next year. You know what I mean? The season, yeah. next season's going to yeah, be they finished probably, by they what, probably need June, a... May, no, even earlier than June. You know what I mean? Because yeah, what you're going to say? They need to put like a like a a date where they would want to review it to see if it's if it's dragging on too much. If we're getting into like July, August, like September, and it's still pretty bad in the UK, then maybe they can like then it's more reasonable to think about like they really need to think about what they're going to do with next season and the Euros because obviously they're pushing the Euros back to next yeah. year. Yeah, to cater to cater for the rest of the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know how true this is but I saw something today really quickly that like Netherlands banned all sport to like September or something. Yeah, that's, the, that's the thing. Things are being banned like in, in the future like the, the show here has been banned and Everything concerts and and then you, you look know, at you like I think Ger- there was talks about Germany restarting the league, but like obviously it depends on how well the country's doing. Yeah. I think U- European football, I think it's gone. Even next year, it's going to struggle to get that done. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the about thing is, out, yeah, and we can say everyone's comfortable with traveling. I think it'll be a struggle to get European football next year. Yeah, even, like no joke. But obviously, oh, we want I- football, but. Yeah, you don't want you don't want it to come at a cost in the next couple of months. Yeah, especially in Europe. Well, Germany apparently they they've been tra- their players have been training in groups. Yeah, they started yeah, training. Five or six, I believe. They they've stayed training. Um, and apparently they've got a they've got a date set around the start of May, mid May. So, yeah. but they'd be but, in a yeah. better position than the UK. Oh yeah, it's, all, it's all about it's yeah. Italy as well. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's sad, but like. Yeah, Liverpool deserve the league more than any any team has, and like it's wrong for them not to win the league. But like, as Liverpool fans, there's going to be an asterisk within this league title, whether we like it or we don't. Would you rather see that win your first title with that asterisk or wait, call it null and void next year? You're going to be as strong as you are this year, and then yeah, but you don't. Yeah, but you. There's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. In no, I know. I know. Mm. But like, what happens with transfer window? What happens with that as well? I don't see many teams investing. I can't see that happening. Yeah. For me, it feels yeah. like next year is going to be a similar repeat to this season. Yeah, but you got to think about the teams with a lot of money, the transfer market's dropping. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a whole different, that's that's a different topic. Like 60 mil are going to be worth like 20, 30. Yeah, no, and, and, and you know what? You know what? I, think, I think this thing's a blessing in disguise for football because the transfer... The transfers, like, all across the globe have just been blown out of proportion big time. Yeah. yeah like, telling me that's... someone's paying $200 million for a footballer. That's crazy. Yeah. And then these players are on that much money. Mm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, Josh, I think... yeah, go, on. No, go on. Go on, boys. Go on, boys. 
Now, I was going to say with Popper, with your thing, um, just saying, wait, what would you say again? Like, oh, I don't like mind. Newcastle, the new owners, they could just buy. Yeah, no, so sorry, with that, with that, owners, owners will be losing money as well with their own businesses. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like they're going to be in the best financial state they've possibly been in. Like, the owner of a Man City, what well, he owns, he owns a part of Etihad. Etihad would not be making any money. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like Honky with all his with all his franchises in America, they're not doing anything. I know they're, they're everyone's as wealthy as they are, but even the rich are losing a lot of money in this situation. Yeah, and that's why you can see the decisions, whether it's greed or not. You can see the yeah. decisions with the deferring and then putting the the not playing stuff on the government furlough yeah. money and stuff. So you know, I think Liverpool did the right thing in um overturning that. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think if, if clubs are turning to like furloughing staff, it's a disgrace. Yeah, I think well, so. Uh, my my Twitter feed was exploding. Yeah. Fans were in disgust. I know Kuzi no, and I. It was. It was. I was, I was, I was absolutely disgusted with the decision. Stature to be like using the government funds to bloody exactly any yeah. any any Premier League club, in my opinion. Yeah, you know when, oh, when yeah. Sunderland got relegated from the Prem. They made more money than what um Bayern Munich did for winning the league. That's they yeah, came but... bottom, and they won more money. They made more money than uh the winners of the Bundesliga. So these mm. clubs are getting money in. They should have enough to be paying the lowest wages at that club. You know exactly. what I mean? And Josh, whilst we're, whilst we're on the topic, I just wanted to get your opinion on um, Ozil rejecting you know, the 12.5% you know, pay cut. And I saw the thing that you put on your story about everything that yeah, done, no, and, yeah. and I, can't, I can't disagree with anything that you put on. Just tell him, Josh. Just tell, tell the tell the audience. I'm not going to comment on the situation. I'm not going to comment on the situation until um further because like Ozil hasn't came out and said much. I personally think Ozil will be taking a bigger pay cut. That's why I think he hasn't agreed to it yet. You think he's going to take a bigger pay cut? I think so, but you know what? Like, sure. I think he should. And I guess he's waiting on um to see if we actually are in financial trouble to see if the pay cut's actually necessary. I think that's yeah. what he's waiting. And you know, I think he has a right to do that. Because imagine your boss tells you, "All right, you're going to lose fifteen percent of your pay cut." I'm I know we're not making three hundred fifty grand a week. I get that, but still, he's doing a lot of work that not many other professionals are doing. And yeah, that's overlooked a lot of the time because he's a scapegoat. And the other problem I have with that is. How is just Ozil's name being being mentioned in this situation? There's two other players that um disagreed to it as well. So for yeah, me, Ozil was the headline maker. No, I understand that. So there's, there's a there must be a snitch in the dressing rooms. Do you know what I mean? If someone's yeah, going out and telling the media, le- yeah, but she gets leaked to the media. No, no, talk. It, I understand that, but why are you leaking out one of the biggest names in Europe? Yeah, but Ozil's already had trouble. trouble, so it's just a little. That's the thing. Little taste and that, that's, who who are these other two players you're talking about? Because I'm sure they wouldn't be earning the same amount of money Ozil is. No, I, yeah, no, I, I agree, I agree. Like they're, oh, they're, they're, like, do, you know, does, do you know who they are, Josh, or not? No, they haven't been they haven't been mentioned. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, but from, think, a, from a from a journalist perspective, well, from a journalist perspective, yeah, who's gonna who's gonna make more money and who's no, gonna get more clicks and reads? Is it Ozil or this unnamed player? That would be loving life. Yeah, but, but um, I still think I still think there's more to come with this situation. And once again, Ozil's getting slated for probably a bit too much than what he deserves because he does work that um no other players do. Like he paid for a thousand surgeries after his wedding, and he told people at his wedding or told the guests to donate to certain charities instead of giving him gifts. You know what I mean? I don't see many other footballers doing stuff like that. 
donated all his World Cup winning. Don't uh, donated all his World Cup winnings. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's done. He's done a lot of good, but you know, recent recency biased bias does exist. So people people are going to forget about that. No, of course, of course. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So moving on to today's main debate, um, we're going to be debating the best eleven from five of the Premier League's uh, greatest ever teams. So we'll start with Arsenal's Invincibles. We know they're very close to Josh's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the Premier League champions in 2003 and four. They played 38 games, uh, 26 wins, 12 draws, zero losses, 90 points. Um, Thierry Henry was the PFA Player of the Year as well. The following season, um, Mourinho came in for Chelsea, spent big. Um, they became the champions of England. 29, 38 games played, 29 wins, eight draws, one loss, and he conceded 15 goals and... Um, broke the points record for 95 points. They also won the League Cup. Um, and John Terry was the PFA Player of the Year as well. 2007-8, Manchester United won the Premier League and Champions League double. They played 38 games in the Premier League, uh, won 27, drew six, lost five. Um, they beat Chelsea on penalties in the Champions League final. Uh, Ronaldo was also the PFA Player of the Year and the Ballon d'Or uh, winner. Uh, a couple of years ago, the Manchester City Centurions, the first Premier League team to reach 100 points. They um, played 38 games, 32 wins, four draws, two losses, 106 goals. Um, they broke the record for the most consecutive wins. They also won the League Cup. Um, and this season's Liverpool team, they uh, were coming off a Champions League win. Obviously, that wasn't this season, but um, they followed that up with a Super Cup win um, and the Club World Cup. They're currently top of the league, 25 points clear, to- uh, 29 games, 27 wins, one draw, one loss. Um, and they also equal Manchester City's record with 18 consecutive wins. So, fellas, we have five sensational teams to choose from. This is going to be... Can I, uh, can I gonna ask be a, a few questions here? Absolutely, Casey, um, go ahead. Okay. So, are we agreeing on a starting lineup between all four of us or are we doing our own individual one? It was all four, wasn't it? Oh, all whatever. Four? Are we doing our no, all, all four will be a bigger debate. Yeah, we can we do what we want. Like, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, like, I, obviously, you will, will know where I'm coming from. Like, at the end of the day, zero losses is zero losses. Like, <laughs> Josh, Josh, we, no, said, no, we, we said before, we said call you to this no, bias aside. No, no, I know, but we're just like, this is just facts, though. Like we've seen this year, we've seen a firsthand how impossible, like not impossible, how difficult it is to sustain that type of run. And I know we did drop games in Champions Leagues. Like we got, we lost three 0 at home to Inter, then we lost to Chelsea as well in the quarterfinal. Drew twelve like, games. One game. Yeah, I know, but mm. you know what? I was thinking about that, Jack. Like when you look back at draws, it's when you failed. Do you know what I mean? Like a team that gets relegated. They're going to say, all right, shit, if we turn this one point into three, it's going to make a big difference. Like for you last year, where would you say your two, your two big faults were? I think the Leicester game and the West Ham game when you drew those yeah. games. Yeah. You turn one of them into a win and you're like, oh, we won the title. The you know what I mean? That's when I think yeah. you look back at draws. When you won the title by, what, 11 points, you're not going to say, oh, we drew three, four too many games because really it's irrelevant because we've done what we wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get your point. But you look at Chelsea's team the next year, but even the year before, what, they made the semis of the Champions League and they've gone and did what they did under Mourinho. Like, 
that doesn't get as much praise as it probably deserves. 15 goals they conceded. For me, for me, that Chelsea team is the best team out of these ones. They broke, yeah. they broke the record. They were, for me, I, I used to be very critical of the way Chelsea's success came about with the, the big spending and stuff. But I think they were just the first to it. They, they realised how they could win before everyone else did. Um, and for me, to, to break the points record with 95 points, to concede 15 yeah. goals in a 38-game season, mm-hmm. I struggle to get my head around that, how that's yeah. even possible. What, 25 clean sheets? 23. Something like 23 clean sheets. Yeah, I don't right, think they conceded two. Go- I don't think they conceded two goals in a game. Yeah, right, that's almost crazy. Unheard of. That is crazy. Uh, Kuzi, well, who would you go for the the best team for for argument's sake? Well, I think that Manchester City team that just got over a hundred points is just. I think that's more incredible than like. Of course, being going invincible is incredible, but getting over a hundred points, they were like such a dominating team. They used to play around. Everyone they used to um, verse with just such ease, and I think I reckon I'd go for them. It's, it's a bit. It was a bit similar to this season in the sense that it was. It wasn't as competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they made they like dominated every game. But it's it's not like the quality in the Premier League wasn't that good. As oh well yeah, no, because it was there. But to be no? fair to that, like Man City, like I. Well, me watching Man City, right, like to the late, like to late of the season last year, like I had a feeling they were going to drop games, and they just clutched. Like I've spoken mm. to you, Jack, in all the years about that company goal. Like, yeah, yeah, they had individual brilliance when they needed it the most. Yeah, and that, that's like, what Jesus, that's what wins and loses titles. Like, yeah, you know exactly, exactly, and I think like that's a difference. Just that brilliance and that clutch they had. But what I was going to say before, when I look at these teams. Two stand out for me. I feel like two of these teams underachieved. Do you know what I mean? I feel like us, our Invincibles underachieved and I feel like um, the Centurions underachieved. Because of the Champions League? Yeah. Yeah, that, like, and that's the look- thing. With City go absolutely... We destroyed them in that first half an hour at Anfield in the Champions League. Yeah. We, we, they didn't know what hit them. That's what I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but, it was crazy. crazy. Back on the crazy. point of them, of them coming in clutch, there were a lot of games they won in the 90th minute. And I think yeah, that exactly. Sterling, you know, yeah, Sterling, Sterling against Southampton, yeah. yeah. Oh, that ninety fifth um, minute. I was watching in yeah. the car driving to school. Oh my exactly. god! Yeah, and I think they're they're the type of team you don't really associate with those like cliche, you know, those games when you titles like where it was nothing's going your way and you come up with the last minute. You when you're thinking of that team, that's not what comes to mind. But I even yeah. think on the last day to get to the hundred points, Jesus um, lobbed the keeper away to Southampton in the last minute yeah. of the game. I think that. I think that's that was just like characteristic of them. But you, you can't fold that Man U team. They won the Prem and the Champions League. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And that's a, Papa. Is that who who are you going with, Papa, for the for the best team out of those five? I'm just I just got to point out Man U and even Ronaldo won the PFA Player of the Year and the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Right. You know the thing is with Man United, though, Ferguson like created a dynasty there. So like every team he had that won a title were unbelievable. Like, yeah. Let's be real. That's why I think that team gets overlooked a bit. Because yeah, because there's so many, there's so many, there's so many to choose from. Exactly. He's almost yeah, he's almost a victim of his own success in that. Exactly, and I think I think to an extent that's why Man United are where they are now, because Ferguson left peak of success, winning a title. 
when you win a title and you leave, it's almost impossible to rebuild because you, you can't progress. You can only yeah. Go, like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you can only go yeah. Down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I exactly what you're saying. And I think that's where that's what for me what makes him so so far ahead of everyone else is he he just he managed to sustain the dominance for so long and freshened it up so often. It just it, it, and, it's it'd be very hard for anyone else to replicate. Exactly, and that's why I still blame him. That's why I still think he has a big blame to why Man United declined because he left when they didn't really have many youngsters coming through. Yeah, he left them when they were at they were just mm. they were just at the end. Exactly, he knew the academy had nothing coming through for the next few years. Like the biggest prospect out of Man United after Ferguson was Rashford, and that was what four oh, years after and Lingard. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was actually gonna say that Lingard. Oh, you know what I mean? He's the best teenager in football. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost a veteran but that's yeah anything anything else just on on that topic fellas no I think that's this could go on for a while if we keep talking about who's the best team okay so let, yeah let's I get to wanna, business wanna, quickly 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 yeah go for it Josh. I just want to I just want to mention like the competition within these within these seasons do you know what I mean yeah like yeah, I feel absolutely. like our invincible side, especially like we had a there was a strong Man United team and an upcoming Chelsea team, which Chelsea went on to win the league. And even Chelsea season, like it was it was a battle. Yeah. Because I feel like when like Man City and Hughes obviously this year, it was like a it was a two team league pretty much. Yeah, but that was I don't know, that it's a bit hard to judge on that. No, I know, yeah. I know, I agree. I agree. But I just wanted to put it out there because I think it's an interesting one. I'll yeah, it's a, val- it's, a val- it's a valid yeah. point. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, well, let's get to business, fellas. We've got five brilliant keepers to choose from. We've got Petr Cech, Edwin van der Sar, Jens Lehmann, Edison and Alisson. I'm just going to go straight out. I'm putting Cech in because to concede 15 goals in the yeah. season, yeah. basing on the for the season, I don't think you can look past him. Yep, up, up. Yeah, I, I can't check as well. Anything else? That's check. the only the only person in my opinion that the only person in my opinion that challenges that is probably Allison this season. Uh, yeah, I, I can see. Well, I think can't, you can't, that you can't, you can't decline check. That's just an unreal season. Yeah, and I think the fact that Allison got injured and we won every game with Adrian in goals, I think, kind of hurts Allison's yeah, case a little bit. Mm. Um, and we've also mm. conceded. We've oh. also conceded some silly goals. Yeah, but for yeah. what he's done to come back in, and then he, he really, um, when we went on that run where we just did not concede any goals, yeah, it yeah. wasn't just because we were versing like crappy teams that couldn't score. He he, made, he did make a difference in those games. But the thing is with Allison, like he's just there. He makes that clutch save. He keeps yeah. you in the game. Like for me, you remember the the, the, set, the save that stands out for me is that Napoli save. Yeah, yeah like, obviously that's season. not this. The uh, thing is, this the, season. Yeah. We win three trophies off the back of that. Yeah, yeah no, that's the thing. That's the thing. The thing. You know, the thing with Allison though is, he, he positioning is so good that he makes a save look easy. But he's got yeah. himself into these such clever positioning. Yeah, he's never pulling he, out these these worldy saves. Yeah, and I think that has something to do with what he has in front of him as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. you're shooting from like shit angles, yeah. or you don't have yeah. much time to set yourself. As well, you can't well, and Gomez, that. Gomez and Van Dyke block a lot as well. That's what I mean. Like Van Dyke's a monster. Mm. And then you even with Czech as well. You look at that back four you had in front of him. Oh my yeah, god. He had, he had Terry and Carvalho in front of him. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like two of the best centre backs to play. So you gotta think about it. Defenders can only do so much. Yeah, that's a good that's no, a no, good point, Papa. Yeah, no, mm. it's true, it's true. 
But we're talking about some of the smartest footballers there are. And that's why I think it makes a keeper's job heaps easier. Me being a keeper myself, you can tell when you have a quality centre back in front of you because your job. Yeah, he makes he makes life it makes life easier. Yeah, that's why I always dream of having you in front of me, Papa. Check. We're going we're going with check. We have to check. Okay, beautiful. Moving on to moving on to right back, we've got Trent Alexander Arnold. Josh, what's Lauren's first name? I haven't got it. I don't know. No, that's Lauren. It's just Lauren. Uh, okay, uh, Carl Walker, uh, Ferreira from Chelsea, and Wes Brown. For me, if we're going based on form for a season, I, I think you have to put training. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'll, at his age, man, to get that many assists and be so vital to a team. Exactly. Yeah. Being so high he up in the table. Out of nowhere. It's it's unbelievable. It's yeah. February. It, the league got suspended in what March, and he'd already equaled his his record for assists from a defender from last season, and it's it was March at the time. So, yeah, and he's instrumental to our pattern of play, our chances that we create, everything. Every, a lot goes through him. So I, I think I, I personally think yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely pick him as well. Two easy decisions. I sense that the easy decisions are, are finished for now. Mm. Centre backs, we have to choose from. fellas, fellas, fellas. Jesus. We've got John Terry and Carvalho from Chelsea, Colo Tura and Sol Campbell from Arsenal, Nemanja Vidic and Rio Ferdinand from United. Company, and I've gone for Laporte, but you could have put Stones or Otamendi in there, but I've gone for Laporte um, from Man City. And then we've got Van Dijk and Gomez from this season. Look, I'm going to say straight out, this is like, there's no wrong answer here, or there's no right answer either, because like we haven't really seen these players play. You know what I mean? We yeah, weren't alive yeah. for many of these seasons. And we're gonna we're gonna mention that because it makes a massive difference. Yeah. And before before we get going, I just want to say he's not gonna get picked, obviously. But Colo Torre's season in our invincible season is one of the most underrated seasons, I think. I think you could just I think you could say I think you could say the same for Gomez. Yeah, no, I agree. Like he he played thirty seven of the thirty eight, kept that many clean sheets, just was the leader at the back, and he was only young as well. Yeah, so yeah, this is a, this is going to be a big debate. Popper, start yeah. us off. Who would you, who would you go for? Oh, you have to put JT in there. Yeah. Uh, partner JT. Oh, I don't know. Oh God, Vidic, Ferdinand, Company, Van Dyke. I don't know. Yeah. Like Josh said, there's no there's no wrong answers. There's no Kuzi, wrong either. Kuzi, who would you go for? Well, I would say JT because of the season that they had and how he won PFA Player of the Year award and conceded a ridiculously low amount of goals. And then next to him, it's a tough one. But we're only going off the season, not next year. Yeah, if, if you go yeah. off the season, yeah. Yeah. So with Vidic and Ferdinand, mm. I was looking at the statistics and Ferdinand, like, on the ball, isn't that much, wasn't that much better than Vidic. Like Vidic did so much more defensively than Ferdinand that season. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a complete that's a complete other debate in itself. That we could we could <laughs> you know, you that know the thing is though, you know the thing is that I think it's impossible to judge a centre back or defenders off of stats. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. You, can, you can judge an attacking mid or a striker or a winger off stats, but still, I don't think it's like you look at stats no matter what. But I don't think it's right to judge a, per, a player off that. And for defenders, it's almost impossible. Yeah, that's why, it's hard. The... that's why it's hard picking some of these players 
because exactly. we didn't watch him. Exactly. Look, I think I think John Terry, no matter what. Yeah. And for me, for me, it has to be. I'm going Van Dyke or Company because that's what I've seen. Yeah. But I, think I honestly company, thought, I thought you were gonna go sell Campbell, Josh. No, 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 no. He got he got in. I think he got injured and suspended in that season. I mean, I would right. say it for the piss tank because that story there is the funniest story in Premier League history. I don't think anything can match that. Like <laughs> when, uh, winning the double and then winning the title at your at your, at your rival's ground. But anyway, let's not get let's not get distracted. Look, com- for me, company's goal will go down as one of the most important that goals. Was a, that's, that that's, was, a that was that's a different that's season. That's a different season, Josh. Oh. Company's that was goal. Last season. That was, yeah, that was company 18, was last 19. season. We're looking oh, at the season before. Shit, shit. Yeah, yeah okay. That but means that I think for me, for Van Dyke. Van Dyke. The thing season, is, well, Van Dyke is. on this season, but Van Dyke did win. Um, it was the 18-19 season where Van Dyke as well. Yeah, won. But that's why this is this is so hard. We're not so talking hard. about that season. Yeah, I know, I know. That's I think, I think, I think JT has to be in there. I, I can't see it. I can't see him not being in there. Yeah, are we all are we all happy with JT John Terry? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for me, I think with Van Dyke, Van Dyke wasn't as good as last season. I agree. I agree. He's been. I, I can see he's that. A, bit, a little bit dodgy sometimes. He's a bit too casual. I can see Jack, that. you know what it was? You yeah, know what it was? It was, when, it was when Pepe dribbled past him. That's what yeah, it I was. Knew, I knew that was coming. <laughs> shut, shut up. Um, I think one thing, one thing that. You guys might disagree with, but I think Van Dyke has had, he's had Matip at the start of the season. Mm. Gomez and Lovren were interchanging. Then he had Lovren for a period. Then Gomez, I think that hasn't helped him in the sense. Whereas last and also season, Allison. Allison as yeah, Allison as well. So yeah, yeah, no, it plays, it takes its toll. That's for sure. I agree. But I, th- I think with Company as well, he was injured for the first part of that season. So a lot of that yeah. season, it was yeah. Stones and Ot- Stones and Otamendi. And then with Fernandinho sitting just in front of them, and then in January Laporte came in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for but I think going the season is underrated. Uh, for me, pers- for me personally, I think they got ben a lot Dyke of protection has... from Fernandinho. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I, Jack, I understand agree with you. And I, I, Josh and I, we've had this conversation before. I can't see why, given their injury crisis that City have had this season. Obviously, this is a different topic, but I can't yeah, see no. why he hasn't even thought of. Dropping Rodri, who's not your, you know, going to cover lots of ground and protect the back four. He's more of your deep line playmaker. I can't see why he hasn't gone for Stones and Otamendi when they're the only fifth centre backs, and then put Fernandinho. You in know what? But but he gave. To be fair, he gave Otamendi a chance against Norwich. He yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, but he didn't put him. Was he next to Stones or was he next to Otam, Was he next to Fernandinho? I have no idea. But all the, all the, I don't know off the top of my head. But all I can remember is that shot he had. And Otamendi's yeah. a bit like that. I think if you don't put a quality centre-back next to Otamendi, especially now, he will struggle a bit. And for me, that's why I think Argentina have struggled. Because defensively, they haven't been that solid. All right, you know what I mean? Anyway, let's move on. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, sorry, I'm getting, it's easy to get distracted. We're not yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give us a left-back. Wait, are we, are we, who are we going for think, in second centre-back? I don't know, it's Dyke. hard. This is hard. Because Van, but when you think about it, do you know Van Dyke's like, Apart from our front three, he's our next top goal scorer as well. So he's yeah, coming clutch again. That game yeah, against Brighton, where he scored yeah. those two headers, you can't beat him in the box, especially nah. from corners when he's attacking. Yeah, but yeah, we've and I think Ferdinand or uh, or Vidic. 
Yeah, you haven't even haven't even touched on those. To win to win the, the Champions League and the Premier League. Mm. Yeah. But for me, I think that's, and you that's know, Alan, look at this. Look at this. Over the over the group stage, oh, not group stage, over the knockouts, right? They conceded two goals. They conceded in the first leg against Lyon in the round of sixteen. And they conceded in the in the final. Clean sheets. We're talking Prem Army. No, yeah, it's, the, it's just it's the season. It's, 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 it's our team. It yeah. doesn't matter. In right on the biggest stage of them all, they're keeping clean sheets home and away. You know what I mean? That's a very good point. And okay, yeah. Anyway, I was going to say like the likes of Tevez and all that, but we'll speak about that later. Uh, that's, la- that's later on. That's later on. Anyway, let's, so yeah, let's, JT locked in. Popper, who, who's your second centre back? I have to. I'll, I'll put Vidic down. I Josh? can't lose out of. Too I'm, hard. I'm going to be honest. I'm just. I'm stuck with Van Dijk and Vidic. I can't decide. Kuzi. I'm going to say Van Dijk. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to go Van Dijk as well. Yeah. Josh, anyway, what do you say? Do you think? Huh? What's that? What do you think? Van Dijk or Vidic, they're still exceptional. All of them. The no, exactly. Unbelievable. Exactly. It's just like I said, that that position in particular is impossible because you've got to debate for everyone. Yeah. And like I said, we you can't you can't judge centre backs off stats in my opinion. Yeah. Just personal. And we didn't see the players live. Well, we're likely we don't. Yeah. I think that's why I'm got that I think that's why personally Van Dyke's gotta be in there because I've watched him this season and Exactly, I agree, I agree. So are we going for JT and Van Dyke at the back? Yeah. 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 I accept that. Okay. Left back. Ashley Cole, full stop. I was just about to say, so we've got Ashley Cole, Patrice Evra, William Gallas. I've gone for Delph because he played most of City's games and Robbo, Andrew Robertson. For me, it can, only, it, can only, it can only be Cole or Robertson, I think. For me. Yeah, but, but I think I Ashley Cole's season there, like, by every like season. season. Well. Yeah, no, I think, yeah. For, you that, know. Yeah, to be fair, that is an underrated season. Yeah. Yeah. But I think with uh, Robbo, I think Robbo was better last season than this season. He's been yeah. consistent this season, but, yeah, I, but I, he's, I agree. He, he was better last season. Mm, definitely, I reckon. For, me, me watching Liverpool, me watching Liverpool. I think if you're going to break that defense, it goes through Robertson's side. That's what I picked up. If you're going to what break down? Yeah, I think it's going through Robertson. Recently, anyway. See, most see most people would say it's it's the right side yeah. with Trent and then and then Lovren or or Matip or Gomez. Yeah, I feel like, like Trent oh. Trent stepped up defensively this season. Whereas, yeah. whereas Robbo Robbo has been a, a bit dodgy sometimes. He goes swinging sometimes. He he yeah. swings and he swings a lot and misses. Mm. That's why I believe I, I got yeah, to call down. I think I, I think it's got to be Ashley Cole as well. Yeah, me in particular, watch Lord like the last couple weeks. Pretty much all I've been watching is like us in the early two thousands, and like I've seen what Cole has been doing. Like I hate him. I hate his guts, man. But I'm actually yeah, but it's hard. Like, it's hard to disagree. It's hard football. to disagree with that. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. So we'll go, um, let's go fast with Cole. Yeah. All right. Now. Let's go. It's gonna be like I said. It's gonna be another impossible debate this mid. So, yeah, so let's before we go, before we go ahead, our back four is Petr checking goals. Yep. Trent Alexander-Arnold at right back, John Terry and Virgil Van Dijk in centre back, and Ashley Cole at left back. Now, before we go ahead, are we what, are we thinking four three three or four four two? Four three three, I reckon. So we can have three midfielders and three. Be the middle diamond. You're gonna. I think it's got to be the mid. Uh, oh yeah, could we go for a diamond? 
because we're the no, midfield no, guy. No, 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 no. There's too many good wingers. Yeah, exactly. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Well, yeah. That's just the okay. Let's just discuss, man. We didn't even need okay, to come so up with a level. Should... Yeah, yeah. To, to make it slightly easier for us, I've gone for um, Patrick Vieira, and I've just gone from two from each team, even though some yeah. teams played, played a 4 4 2. So from Arsenal, I've got Patrick Vieira and Gilberto Silva. From Chelsea, I've got Makalele and Lampard. From United, I've got Carrick and Skulls. From City, I've got Fernandinho and De Bruyne. And from Liverpool, because the midfield has changed around a lot, I've gone for the two most consistent players in Henderson and one out. Yep. This is this is where it gets tough because if you base this just off talent, my opinion, Henderson and one out aren't even in the aren't even in the picture. But if you're looking at on the season, yeah, it's a different it's a completely it's, different. Yeah, argument. exactly. Henderson yeah, Henderson was gonna be player of the year. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna be player of the year. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. But if you're basing off seasons, personally, De Bruyne has to be in because it was a flip of a coin between him and Salah for Player of the Year. For me, me, I think Vieira and De Bruyne. That's I, what I, I think. I can't, I can't really disagree with that. The only person that yeah, has half yeah. a chance breaking that and, to me and, is Fernandinho. Because what I picked up is that um, Invincibles, when we dropped a couple games, Vieira wasn't really in and around. He was injured early on in the season. And Fernandinho, mm. him not playing... They lost that game against Palace, I think, and they drop. They might have dropped you, another game under him. That's last season. That's last season, Josh. Uh-huh. Is that last season as well? Yeah. Oh, see, I God. think. See, I think Fernandinho's better season was last season when he wasn't in the team. They they lost. Yeah. Okay. Did you mention yeah. Uh, yeah. Lampard as well, Josh? Yeah. No. We, see, I'm not. He, see, I haven't seen him since Lampard. He was Chelsea. He was Chelsea's top scorer. Thirteen yeah. goals, sixteen assists from midfield. Yeah, okay. From Six, midfield. Oh, 16 assists. That's... That's... That... Yeah. Oh, sure. uh, that's it's a... tough. It's tough. Mm. De, Bru- De Bruyne had 16 like... assists as well. Yeah, yeah. I reckon you have to do Vieira, Lampard, KDB. That's what I reckon. That's what I've, um, I've put down. Because I think that's... Like, they're just standout seasons when they would have yeah, just no, been yeah, unplayable. I, I, I'm struggling to disagree with that. But I've, just, just for argument's sake... When Henderson's gone out of our team this season, you saw we lost yeah. three of our losses you, this season have been, without, have been without Henderson. So yeah. who would you take out to put Henderson in? We're talking about the best team. Yeah, best. I, I, if, if it's it anyone, if it's anyone, it's, it's, anyone, it's, it's probably maybe Lampard, but I... I yeah. I, think, just, I, think, I think Lampard, Vieira and De Bruyne have to, have to, have to do it. Yeah, it's a tough no, one. It's a tough one. one. Are we happy with that, Lampard, Vieira, and De Bruyne? Yeah, yeah. I think, so. I think you could, I like once again we're forgetting about Skulls and Carrick here. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say as well. Mm. Like, Skulls scored a belt against Barcelona. Yeah, but I feel like Skulls are that type of midfielder that that didn't like, actually contribute with goals or assists or anything like that. Yeah, like, he was still. He's, like he's, he's, he's pimp- crucial because we both of them are crucial in the Henderson, We talk about Henderson, like how he missed games and we lost, but we can't really say the same about Skulls because we don't really know yeah. when he missed games and, or things like that, you know. And you look who he's supplying to as well. Look who he's supplying. Yeah, that that front three that is um, lethal. I mean, yeah. your front three is lethal as well, but I think Man United's. Yeah, that's 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 it's yeah, that's another that's another debate. So I, I think Vieira Lampard and 
De Bruyne. Um, I think that's the way to go. Are, 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 are we all happy with that? All right, to chuck a spanner in this, you could potentially argue Burkamp as a 10. And me predicting this the last three, Burkamp's going to miss out, which yeah, I think... But when you look at it, it's criminal. Like looking at stats-wise, how many goals did he get that season? Burkamp. Yeah, I don't four. know. If four. Burkamp got four. Yeah. Four. That's, four. I don't... Four yeah, goals and eight assists. I know, I know you, getting, you don't want to look at stats and just based off stats, oh, but you yeah, want I, someone that'd be... And who would have had a really influential season? Uh, eight. eight. Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm getting confused again because uh, I'm getting caught up with the player. Like overall, Burkamp for me is one of the best ever Premier League players. Like yeah. that's what he had. No one will match that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't, yeah. We'll save yeah, that debate against Suarez for another time, eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are we are we happy with Lampard, Vieira, and De Bruyne? Yeah. 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 Oh, this is the way. Shit's gonna go down. Mm. Okay, we'll start. We'll start with the right wing. Okay, I think. Okay, Mohamed Salah, Arjen Robben, just, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Tevez, Sterling, and Freddie Jungberg. I. See, Sterling got eighteen goals, fifteen assists that season, and he took his game to another level. I hate Sterling; he's a prick. But yeah, see. He was very, very good that season. See, out of them, I feel like there are players who we've got listed down as strikers and left wings. I don't think any of the right wings, I prefer players in striker or left wing. That'd make it over them, in yeah. my opinion. You're saying you could put left, you'd put left wingers in right wing over them? Yeah. Well, I'll go through the left wingers then. We've got Perez, Ronaldo, Darth Mane and Sane. So and we have to put Ronaldo yeah. down. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, I like, think. Yeah, yeah look, Ronaldo's think, a given. He won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, like I think Ronaldo gets that left wing spot. But you look at like someone like Perez. My opinion in that invincible season, he has a better season, better season than all those players we've mentioned for left wing. In my opinion, even Sane as well. I like. I I personally well, would rather Sane on the right cutting in, and he got ten goals, fifteen assists. But um, I think someone who. Did you? I don't know if you guys mentioned him, Mane, this year. Yeah, Mane this season has been—he's like, been unbelievable. Unbelie- yeah, really good. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think Ronaldo has got to—he has to be there to win the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer. Yeah. But before we Look, pick another, I'm gonna, I'm, two strikers. I thought, we, I thought we we're going for one striker. Because it's should, just we, two, should we do forwards? Like forwards. Yeah, yeah. We, so, so strikers are Henri, Burkamp, Drogba, Rooney, Aguero, and Firmino. You have to put. Henry. I think Henri. Yeah, I think Henri has season. to be. Yeah. and then yeah, thirty goals, nine assists. That's just crazy, man. Yeah. I, I want to say something else, right? How Henri did not win a Ballon d'Or over his career is criminal. Oh, that's a that's another debate. Would I understand, you, that, but yeah. I'm just gonna say it because it needs to be said. You know, we jump. Um, I'm pretty sure. 2002, 2003, he got like 20 assists and 20 plus goals. And he didn't win Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys didn't win anything, did you? Uh, no, I don't think we did. I think we might, we might have won an FA Cup. Maybe, maybe I was just going to say maybe an FA Cup. See, for me, if, if, it's on, if it's on a hole and you're just picking a best ever team, I put Drogba in my team any day of the week because the guy played in 11 Cup finals, 10 goals, 10 trophies. I, 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 that's another thing. I can't get my head around. That, that is just beyond ridiculous. Yeah. Player. But this season that we're talking about. But this about, season he only he, 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 yeah ten goals or something. Yeah, ten goals. 
10 goals, 5 assists. Also, Jack, with Drogba, like, you look at... Drogba's uh, supply changed a lot over his career at Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, the way, who, like, who we had around him. The way we play, yeah. you just fuck him up front. He can deal with four defenders by himself. Yeah, he bullied, he bullied players. He bullied defenders. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll like be watching, I was watching the classic matches, and you just see Drogba up front. Like, you wouldn't see like next Chelsea player like 20 metres near him. Yeah. 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 He, he just isolated up there. Uh, one one player that we've got to mention, one player that we've got to mention that I don't think is going to get a look in is Rooney. He had 12 goals, 13 assists. Yeah. Like, for me, for me, Rooney's getting a lot of disrespect like, on yeah. social media. So, like, I've seen a lot of people get the best ever 11s. But Rooney's a gun, man. Yeah. Mm. But the thing with, I feel is, like, yeah. he's just consistently like really good. Yeah. Exactly. I think I think recency bias plays a part in that as well because up until around 2014, he dropped off a lot. And I think that, that factors into a lot of people's thought process with him. He was position. Yeah. And yeah, playing, he, was, he, was playing yeah. In, he was playing in systems that didn't really suit him. And oh, I think oh, another God. player, he, he won't get in the team, but he's worth mentioning. Firmino this season has won us. He, he won us the game at, um, at Crystal Palace. He won us the game at Tottenham. He won us the game at Wolves. And he won us a Club World Cup as well. Yeah, but he he, obviously, he hasn't scored at Anfield in the Premier League. He yeah, he's gone missing in some games. His finishing hasn't been up to up to standard. But he has been so clutch this season. Yeah. But like for me personally, I think there's a far, there's a good level between Henri and Firmino. Oh yeah, I agree, and I think I think Henri is a, is a given to be in this team. But I I don't oh. think Firmino can. I think Firmino deserves a mention. Yeah, and yeah. even um Pires. I feel like had a, had a solid season. Like I reckon we got to mention Aguero as yeah. well. That's the same. But I, see, I put, I don't think that was Aguero's best season. Like he had twenty one goals, saying. six assists. Yeah, but you know, Perez had fourteen goals, eleven assists. Mm. I still reckon that we need to put. Uh, as I a, would put Sterling in there. Sterling was Sterling was clutch as well. So I think Henri and Ronaldo are, are, are definite. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Like even like you look at someone like Tevez though. Yeah, no. Like his his career sort of kicked off. No, not really actually. So he had fourteen. He had fourteen goals. Yeah. Tevez is an he's an interesting one. Like. You, he was goals. shot by Ronaldo and Rooney. What was that? He had to play. He had to play out wide. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, it just depends. A lot of people have different opinions on how many goals a winger should be like producing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. And like, it's up to the individual if you classify fourteen goals for a winger as a really good season or like below par or an average season. You know what I mean? Yeah, assists as well. Yeah, yeah. But that depends as well if you've got a number 10 that's gotten all the assists. For me, in my opinion, the one of the most important stats is key passes, especially into the box. And yeah. for me, I would judge wingers yeah. on that stat, just like solely on that stat. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, want, them to you, be, want, you want them creating chances. Like dangerous. Yeah, if you're, if you're in and around the area, you want them to be to be having an impact. Like, wait, I'm not even kidding. I commented, so I heard someone say, 
um, as long as you're creating chances, goals will come. Like, if you're not creating chances, yeah. then you're a problem. But if you're creating chances, mm. whether you like it or you don't, your striker's going to pull one in the back of the net sooner it's, or later. It sounds, it sounds so, a little bit, like, obvious, but it, it's a good point. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is no, no, yeah exactly. For me, like, Arsenal this season and, like, late under Emery, like, showed that. We weren't creating chances, so we're not going to score. We got, Yeah, we got yeah. one of the best strikers at the moment. But you're not going to score, you're not creating chances. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Stop. That's why that Man City team was so dominant. Yeah, they, 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 they were going to platter all day long. So, fellas, decision. Oh, my God. Even him. We haven't really spoken about him. Who? Who? Silva. Who? David Silva. Bernardo. Yeah. Oh, but I, 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 haven't, I haven't put him oh. down. I had, to, I had to draw the line. Yeah. Yeah, Man City just dominated, man. Look at yeah. Like, they had at least six or seven players who... Got more than ten goals in Tennessee. Like, like yeah. Well, Tennessee. that team rotated. I know. Yeah, exactly. They just had yeah. so much depth. You can't pick a because you're a team. Not, mm. That's why I think I'll go back to the point I made before that us Invincibles and Man City underachieve. Like they get classified as underachieving because of the squads they had. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like both squads were just so big. Like our squad was under underachieving. Do you know what I mean? Like, you guys get criticised for underachieving. Well, Invincibles, like, you look at it now, if you hear people on Talk Sport talk about Invincibles, they'll say, oh, you know, you lost to Chelsea, you lost to this, you lost to that, only one didn't win a double or anything. Like, Arsenal could have easily won the treble in no three or four. Easily. We lost to Man U in the semi of the FA Cup and then lost to a late goal um, against Chelsea in the Champions League. Yeah, but you could say that about us in the, um, in the the this season as well. Yeah, I no, I agree. I agree. And if we play the kids in the league, we probably beat Villa. Yeah, agreed. 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 And then if if Adrian doesn't doesn't have a blunder, we probably we probably go through to the champion. We go through to the next round, and then who knows what happens? Exactly. Yeah. So, boys, we've we've debated long enough on this. Let's um let's make a decision. Popper, we'll start with you. Who are you going for in right wing? I reckon. Given to Henri and Ronaldo, but I reckon I'm putting Sterling down. Josh? I have to go Sterling. Do you remember that, Jack? Remember the debate we had that lunchtime once, which caught yeah. almost cool? <laughs> <laughs> that is very debatable, but I'll, that's why I have to pick Sterling because I think he's been lethal. He was lethal last season. Kuzi? Yeah, I reckon that was his best season at that and that age. Yeah. Like, he announced himself. That's yeah, what I was about to even say. Though, even though if we're talking now, he's really dropped off. But that that was his season where he, yeah. um, I reckon, like that whole team chopped and changed. But Sterling yeah. was a cement in that team. Yeah. So I think um, Sterling. I'm 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 finding it hard to disagree with Sterling. Yeah. Like there are plenty of like, honourable mentions, but oh, absolutely. And I haven't put this listed down. But well, I think it'd be wrong not to do, not to pick a manager. Yes. So we've no, got, but we've got four, this, we've got five greatest be... managers in the history of football. Yep. This, is, this debate is impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, that day is impossible because you're basing off one season. Yeah. No. Nah, this is. That's impossible. It's a bit yeah, hard I, because it's only on one season. For the sake of the argument, I'm, I have to go Mourinho because Prime Mourinho for me is better than any other manager. So he's. He's unstoppable. Yeah. 
for me, if you go off manager, yeah, you because what you want. You go off what... Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Do you want them to play? Do you want them to to be gritty and you know nasty, or do you want them to be beautiful in the eye? Then you'd go for you'd go for Pep or or Wenger. Whether you want to win. Yeah, well, you cut. Yeah, but I, but Papa, they all they all won. So yeah, but they, like, they all won trophies. You had to win. Huh? Like Mourinho knew how to win every game. Like, yeah, I think if, if you yeah, have so to did Ferguson. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I think for me, for me, it's got to be Ferguson or, or Wenger purely on the on the basis of that they build that team or even Klopp, yeah. even chuck into that because you've built that team. Mourinho's come into. What probably what I don't know how many players they brought in that season, but I know yeah, Ranieri coached the year before. Oh, yeah, they brought they brought in Drogba, Carvalho, Paulo Ferreira, Robin, and Thiago in midfield. So that's that's nearly half a team, half yeah, a starting eleven. Whereas you look at our team Invincibles, even you this year, didn't know, you didn't sign anyone. I don't know mm-hmm. how many teams announced there were in 07 08. But Are for you, me, you, you build uh, success. How about you I built a team? I'd have brought in Tevez that season. Took him a year to like work on it. It was that Guardiola. Yeah, yeah, he he had to he had to spend big to fix up that defense. Yeah, and and he brought in Edison as well. Guardiola's done that everywhere he's been. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't I don't don't think I don't think it'd be fair to to pick one manager out of those five. I thought I just I thought I'd ask for the sake of it. Yeah, there, Jack. That there is a whole other debate which we could probably do next episode. Um, Next next time, I guess. So, um, lads, the, the final 11, the Petr Cech in goals, Trent Alexander-Arnold at right-back, John Terry and Van Dijk at centre-back, Ashley Cole. We've got Patrick Vieira at the base of the midfield with Lampard and De Bruyne. We've got Ronaldo and Sterling on the wings and Thierry Henry up front. Jesus Christ. Fuck. That's yeah. 11. Yeah. I like that team. And then, you know you know what the big problem is? There's a lot of quality players that played those seasons that do not even get, like, aren't even born in the conversation. Like, yeah, shit, like, three or some of them down. What was that? I even write some of them down. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like I said, there's no right answer. So, the trivia question, fellas, have you have you thought about it at all? You probably haven't because we've, we've been preoccupied. I'll, I'll write some names right. down at the start of the this recording but I don't know so we have Actually, to before, before we go I just got a notification the Bundesliga has confirmed games will return on the 9th of May pending government approval thank you to One Football. well that's very soon yeah it is very oh, soon I hope I'm we all excited. better start watching the bloody Bundesliga I get keen <laughs> yeah I'll be, I'll be, uh, the boy Leverkusen or something <laughs> So, has anyone got an answer? All right. Well, I've got one of the first names I wrote down was Van Persie. Mm. So, we, what did you say? Who, who were the top three scorers? Top three scorers. And do we have to? And if you can give me if the goals, if you can give me, I'll take. If you can give me them, I'll take them. But I'm looking. I'm looking for names in order. In order. Yeah. All right. I got RVP first with 27 goals. You're both correct. It is RVP first, but with 30 goals. 30. Yeah. And then... Wait, I got Aguero second. Yeah, I'll put Aguero second as well. 
Jack, wait, Jack, wait, Jack. I reckon yeah, I'll... Yeah, just wait, wait for us to say it and then, and then say it. Sinking. Because I know Dempsey had a killer season that year. If it's the year I'm thinking of. I, I think it was at Fulham. Yeah, we, yeah nearly, we nearly saw him the next season. Yeah, did he, did he end up playing for Spurs? Yeah, he went to Spurs. But I don't, I don't think he was in the top three. I think Rooney and Aguero, I think. Didn't Rooney... Yes, I've, I've written Rooney as my... Rooney. Um, because RVP will got what thirty goals. Mm. I reckon Rooney got twenty six for twenty seven. I got Aguero on twenty four and, and Rooney on twenty one. And I get, then I reckon I Aguero twenty two or twenty three. No, nah, I reckon Aguero. Oh. I, I, I'll just say it now. You've got all all three players are correct. They they are the top yeah. three. But your the the order that's um. That's still that's still in question, Papa. Who who have you got second, and who have you got third? I got Aguero second and Rooney third. Josh. No, definitely. Oh, sorry, definitely Rooney second, and then I think he scored twenty six, and then Aguero twenty four or twenty three. I reckon. That's right. Yeah, I I got um Rooney, Rooney um second, and then Aguero third, because I Josh feel like Aguero still hadn't had that. He hadn't reached that massive goal mark yeah. yet. You know, he was about that low twenties. Yeah. Well, uh, Josh and Kuzi, you you are correct. It was Rooney in second place, Aguero in third. So Rooney had twenty seven goals. That was his last season in striker, I believe. Um, and then Aguero had was third with twenty three. Fourth place was uh, Josh's mate Adebayor. <laughs> Uh, Yakubu and Clint Dempsey, they, and, and Adebayo, sorry, they all had 17. So, so Clint Dempsey wasn't in around, was he? Yeah. 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 Let's, be, um, let's be real, though. Man City, that, that goal by Aguero is probably worth like 45 goals. Oh, yeah, but it, you, know it, it can't like, you cannot recreate that goal. You cannot recreate that goal. <laughs> you know, that yeah. video of the main United fans. When they found out, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll never, you'll never get another season like that. Martin Tyler's commentary sums it up. Yeah, yeah. I think one of his last ever decent Peter commentary. Yeah, yeah he, Peter yeah, Peter Fury took over as the greatest commentator in the Premier. Um, well, fellas, thank you very much for for coming along. It's been a it's been a pleasure. Very good. First of many. Yes, many. exactly. Um, so yeah, we we conquered the debate. We'll be we'll be back soon. Um, stay safe, boys. I'll we'll, we'll, we'll see each other next week. Yep. Um, and yeah, yeah. very nice. Let's hope, let's hope. Let's hope it keeps going. All right, ciao. See you later, oh, boys. Thank you. Bye. Good one.